In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast partner in crime is the one, the only... Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Travis Ratz here. Boba Fett. <laughs> Travis Ratz is here on the ones is that, and twos. Is that the line from Star Wars, or is it like, or is he saying like, where in there? He's like, Boba Fett, where? Boba Fett, or is it just straight no, up Boba Fett? I think it's just... I think it's just Boba Fett. It also might be like one of those things where maybe those aren't the lines, right? Like it's yeah. like, uh, like it's just uh, Dana Carvey did a version of it, and that's what stuck in our uh, head. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think which I'm is right. not um, Dana Carvey did not do a version of it. But I, we, I was talking to Gabby <laughs> earlier today about uh, how uh, uh, my my Jimmy Stewart is. It's just it's just my it's just Dana Carvey. Yeah, and you, there, and you were there, and you were there too. And you were there. Oh gosh! Oh gosh, Travis. Yeah. It was also, a podcast. the Ross. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do not it. Wouldn't be print. It's uh, uh or uh, uh Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. Today, at the tender age of eighty-two. <laughs> every every pop culture reference I have is just Dana Carvey doing that thing from the short-lived Dana Carvey show. Can we talk? That's what this on this episode of Comic Exposure Podcast. Travis and I are diving deep. Into the Dana Carvey brought to you by Ta- Taco Bell Dana Carvey show. And this podcast is where we carve out some Carvey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, anyways, on uh, this show, can we do, can we get yeah Carvey yeah. doing Jimmy Stewart from Harvey? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Oh yeah. Well, on a, on a podcast, Travis. Uh, so on the on the podcast, Travis and I usually dive deep into a graphic novel or a trade. Sometimes we have a guest. Other times, like this episode right here, is what we call a variant edition. This is when Travis and I haven't read a book, and we just come on air. Oh wow, we just come on. No, we just do the show. No, we mm-hmm. like to talk to each other about what's going on in the world of comics and nerd culture, but there's literally nothing going Wait, on. No, no, don't, don't, don't be mistaken, audience. Uh, it's yeah. not like we're just free-forming this, all right? We didn't, no, just, we, no. we didn't just log on and are just, like, talking extemporously. This is a highly we're, plotted-out variant episode. And you will know... So tight. Consummate professionals. Consummate professionals. Yes. We are, we're not going to stall for time. We're, we're not going to do... We? We're not going to, like, stretch out no, our there's intro. No bit. There's no bits. <laughs> Or can I be a consomme professional? Not a consummate professional, but oh, uh, consomme. Con- all about soups. I'm really good with soups. <laughs> yeah, a consomme see, professional. That's an example of something that we something won't be we doing. wouldn't do. Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't do that. And we we wrote that in the script here. We said show do a bit about an example of a bit that we wouldn't do because we are so professional. Right, okay. right, right, Check. right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on, so. on to the next thing. <laughs> so, Josh, I got, yeah. can I get your advice? I know this sure. is a uh, uh, comic book yes. podcast. Yes, move, move back to America. Yes. Find a lovely girl and be my neighbor. You can, look, my my child is, is up at college. You can stay in a room for a little bit if you need to, bud. I just move back. We'll find you a nice, a nice, 
little girl, not little, that's gross, but you know what I mean? Like, like, a, like I don't know, just some, a little, little, little firecracker An, a, an appropriate you. age woman for a man of my years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, yeah, I can move ahead. in next What's door. Your... We were talking about uh, Tool Time and Wilson uh, before yeah. the podcast, so it's oddly prescient. Um, so, yeah, uh, we normally talk about comics on this podcast, um, but... This is kind of nerdy. So I'm in the middle of writing this kind of series of monologues that I'm doing with my middle schoolers. Monologue? 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 <laughs> Where? Where? Ah, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> oh, sidetrack. Oh, actually, no, actually, no, actually, I wrote this in. Wait. Here, yeah, take a yeah. sidetrack. Oh, perfect. So this is the perfect time to yeah. mention. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Happy... 75th podcast anniversary last episode 75th 100 175th 175th have we really done have we really sat across from each other either physically or via uh, google hangouts 175 times to bullshit about comics 70 your child has been on a podcast 175 times 175 yeah. times. times yeah i know that's like 175 wow. hours of comic book talk uh nothing that's all of it no, much more structured than this no this is highly structured you meant to do that so anyways what's your so you're writing these monologues so, with your students no i'm writing them i'm not letting them write they can barely write oh um, <laughs> And but I, so uh, because during uh, COVID you can't have kids on stage like talking at each other, right? So yeah. we're gonna do. I, I did a series of monologues. It's gonna be a, like a monologue mo- show, a monologue movie. Yeah, and so but they're all streamed together. So the setting is an '80s arcade. Okay, I and love so it. they're all these kind of quirky young characters in this '80s arcade. So all the kids are playing like relatively age that they are. Dig Doug. Yeah, and now since I have like um, fifty girls, um, they're all kind of like I had to squeeze in like these all these girl monologues. So it's called "Ladies of the Palace Arcade." Is this uh, uh, piece? And so I have been having a really good time. I have about six. I need about ten monologues, and I have about six okay. uh, that are like different kind of things that could happen in an 80s monologue or, or, or an 80s arcade. So there are different types of characters. So uh, I have a uh, a girl who wants to win this competition because her brother has all these trophies and there's not a lot of trophies for girls in the 80s. I have a, uh, a, a kid who's obsessed with patterns uh, because of space invaders. So they're always looking for patterns and things. I have a uh, a, a girl who works, works the concession stand and is constantly Constantly smelling like nachos. I have a, another girl who's not into the digital stuff. She's an analog girl. She's a pinball kind of girl. She talks about playing pinball with it, stuff like that. Um, I have this great one, which is just for me, and I have to explain to kids where it's uh, the girl watches, she has a bad home life. She watches Last Starfighter and wants an alien to come down and take her away. But the <laughs> alien that she wants to take her away is she's obsessed with David Bowie. So she wants David Bowie to come and take her off, uh, off the planet. I thought maybe it would be, I thought maybe it would be uh, Mork. Mork. She wants Mork. Mork or, uh, from Ork. Alf. Willie. Willie. Uh, so, Willie, I just ate a cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, Willie. Willie, I just ate a cat. No, wait. No, that's not right. Okay. You know the guy from Alf was like accused of like, um, Alf think, or the dad? Because the, Al, dad the dad's the, Alf. The dad's Alf. Uh, uh, the dad in Alf yeah, was like yeah. accused of uh, a kid porn or something like that. 
Ooh. Yeah, I put Ooh. I put on the on the notes here that this was gonna that was gonna kind of veer us off, but now we're back on track. You, you so, put you put on notes, creep out Josh. I need a couple more monologues. What is uh, another kind of 80s niche, niche of a, like an arcade, like an arcade kind of kid. That can would be in that age do, Can you do a kid who uh, you could do a monologue about collecting change for the arcade? I have one. It's about finding oh. quarters. It's called Quarter Kid. It's great. It's great. Oh, it's like you, you and I are here. Yeah, How about yeah. a kid who's obsessed with the, in the in the quarter monologue? Like he'll like he'll like walk by the washing machine to hear every night when it's on to hear <laughs> the clink of it. Uh, what's like? You, you, I think you got to pick a game, yeah, and then you have to like like centipede or yeah, dig I had dug space invaders. Like, I, I was a gonna kid do who's obsessed with Qbert, so he jumps on everything. Yeah, or... I was gonna do one with Miss Pac Man, uh, and how it was kind of like this kind of feminist thing where like, what you can just put a bow on her, like she's some kind of show pony, and then expect me to pay you know quarters for it. <laughs> Uh, I like that. That's good. That's good. I have the Ram Bros because I actually have two brothers auditioning, and they're like they're called Brian Ram and Jerry Ram, and they're the Ram Bros. Uh, they're just really in the combat games. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so Qbert, I can do something with Qbert. Um, like Qbert's good, or you, if you want to run the Pac Man route, I think that I think the sort of like could you just, could you just put a bow on? Her, I think is good, or you could do a kid who's like because of Pac Man, he now eats too much. Right. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just obsessed with like he's like, oh, that 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 little yellow guy. He just eats everything, and I yeah. can't. I get home from the arcade, and all I want to do is I just want to like I just want to eat. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what were, were you an arcade about, kid? Were you an arcade kid growing up? We had it. We had an arcade in the mall, but you have to understand that I lived too far away from the mall to be a true arcade kid when it was the right time to be an arcade kid, right? Like uh, you were um, a mall baby eating chili fries. I was not, I was a mall high school kid ditching class to go skateboard. Yeah. So that I was, I was a, I did not, I didn't get enough early nineties time in the mall. Most yeah. of my time in the mall was a little late nineties. So the arcade had dwindled. You were too busy time. leading that Richard Linkletter lifestyle. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, can you? Here's here's what I think. Can uh, so could you do one about the uh, the person who has to clean the floor? Someone who works at the at the arcade and has to clean the floor of the arcade, and like they know all of the all of the things they need to get out uh, like gum off the carpet, and how do you get soda stains oh, yeah, off the carpet? That's a good one. That's how a good you, one. It might like, it might step get... on the toes of my nacho uh, nacho girl one uh, okay. because okay. she's a concession stand. What about? Is there anything with like? Did they have racing arcade games with like you were actually yeah, racing like cars position. In, in the eighties? Pole position. Okay. Yeah, pole position. You Maybe a kid who like brings like driving driving gloves in. And, I like it. Yeah, because those are good props for the for the monologue. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. That is. Good. He's got That's a good. scarf. He's got a scarf. He throws around. Yes, it has to be a very like you throw the scarf over driving his glasses like the goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, I, um, that's weird. I've been buying like. Uh, like eighties, like poster props and stuff to put on the, the slats. Cause we're just going to film in this little kind of slats. It's been fun, dude. And like, I've been buying like the cheapest shirts that have 80 stuff on them, like a Ghostbusters shirt, like it all in yeah. like extra small. Cause they're kids. Like I'm yeah. going to get flagged by Amazon. Amazon's going to be like, Jeff Bezos is going to be like, I'm noticing some fishing person, uh, fishy purchases. <laughs> all of a sudden we're going extra small on a guy who was medium <laughs> to large up until a month ago. What's happening in during COVID? Uh, uh, deep but, state. So, 
Well, so um, I like that. That's very good. So let's let's talk a little bit. There is like one glowing thing that is happening during quarantine. It happened early in quarantine, or was it right before quarantine? I don't remember. But now, this shining beacon on a hill, this shining uh, Vascar steel beacon on a hill, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. We have an episode of The Mandalorian out. I assume you've watched it. Yes, sir. I have also watched it. I want to know. I had a high from the first season. Mm -hmm. There were some bad episodes, but overall, I think, and I don't even want to say bad. There were some episodes that I did not love Mm -hmm. in the first season, but overall, great. Really enjoyed the first season. What did you feel? How, How did your... How did your Mandalorian high? Were you like, yes, this was it? Uh, I don't know. Or how did you feel about this first episode? Well, I was kind of like you uh, with the first season. Uh, I thought it was really well done. I mean, I have no complaints. I mean, it is, it's great Star Wars content. It it, it hits all the right. There's maybe like two misses. There's like maybe two episodes where you're like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I also, I don't, I, I think I would consider myself a Fandalorian, uh, if we can use that that term. Uh, <laughs> I think you can. I think you can. We might just coin that term, no. So, someone's, it's got to be out there. It's oh, too, someone, it's too obvious, too obvious. Um, or maybe because it's so on the nose, no one's used it before. Yeah, the nose. People are, everyone's head's messed up because of COVID. They can't think of cool puns. Yeah, Travis, what do you think about starting another podcast? And we call it the Fandalorian Podcast. And we just literally uh, recap every, every episode. Keep talking. I'm look looking at, this up look to up. see if there's a Fandalorian. Because I don't really want to do that podcast. But if that name exists, I feel like we have to do it. I feel like we have to. So we will recap every episode of The Mandalorian. Um, or we just put yep, the Fandalorian. Sorry. Got it. It's already happening. Damn. Fandalorian's a Star Wars podcast. God damn it. We're not as Uh, as clever as we thought. Sorry, zero, one star. (laughs) I'm I'm rating it one star. Eat that, Fandalorian. (laughs) So. Yeah, I watched it and, um, you know, uh, I wasn't craving the episodes every week, but I watched them all and I enjoyed it thoroughly and it kind of snuck up on me here. Uh, In fact, someone was like, did you watch Mandalorian? It had been out for two days. I'm like, oh no, is that out? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. And I didn't rush to my TV. I think it was like another day later. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Because you kind of have to prep yourself in the mood. And I hadn't watched any Star Wars content like all summer. I didn't do any of that during COVID. So I wasn't, yeah, my yeah. pipes weren't primed for Star Wars. Um, which is maybe a good thing. Maybe it's like, you know what? Uh, I got a little break from it. Let me come back into it. And I watched it. And uh, I gave it four out of five stars. I, 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 it's shot beautifully, you know. Um, it does look great. It yeah. is very good. Um, I will tell you, this the first episode of the first season is may is maybe pitch perfect. I think it had to be right. Like it's mm-hmm. the it's the pilot episode. This felt like it could have just been an episode in the first season. It did not feel like we are kickstarting the new season of the Mandalorian. It felt like, why can't I think of his name? Favreau. So Favreau directed this one. I think it's the only episode he's directed uh, of, of the series. And it felt like he kind of wanted to do almost like a bottle episode and, and like an hour long one. He goes, 
It felt like Favreau always wanted to tell this tale, wrote and directed it. And he goes, okay, I don't think this episode, other than maybe some of that, like that Boba Fett stuff we saw at the end, I don't think right. it, I think it kind of exists in its own kind of thing. He goes, it'd be cool to, to show a story where the, you know, Tuscan uh, raiders and these village people have to fight this, this dragon yeah. creature and we're gonna put some special effects in it and it felt like just kind of like a, it felt like a star wars short story that just happened to it, have like, mandalorian in it i really did yeah no i i think you're right every episode is a guest star but this one felt like too on the nose right like literally he plays uh uh like a cowboy and like he was on a long-running series where he plays a you know two a two uh, ongoing yeah. series um right and and it was he like look i love it. I, it I was like oh like as soon as i heard his voice i'm like perfect casting it's perfect but I, it felt like then once he took the helmet off and it was just him it's just timothy oliphant i yeah. was like uh, uh but I, I liked it it just didn't feel like it we were kick-starting a new season Right, yeah, I think it, like I said, I think it is just kind of this buffer episode between season one and season two. You didn't get any... Ba- Why, you did- I just, like... Again, this is not... To, I liked the episode, but I just go, like, we're going to go back to Tantooine. That's what we're going to do. Like, you already did that in the first season. Let's go back and see Amy Sedaris again. Um, and then do... Like, I don't. I don't know. It was just very... You know, one of the things it, it made me think about, and uh, I was like, oh, they should do this. They should just do like an anthology season, kind of like Black Mirror, but not creepy, where it's just we just get a different hour long Star Wars short story. Because you could have just played this. You could have just played this episode without having seen the first season at all. And you you know, OK, this is a Mandalorian. He's looking for his armor. Armors are important to Mandalorians. Oh, now he's in the desert. Oh, they're, they're Tuscan Raiders. Oh, it's a shared small town. Right, like, yeah, you didn't need Baby Yoda in it, right? It could have just literally been. Any, you could have taken any Baby Yoda out of this. No, uh, Baby Yoda was useless in this. He was hardly mentioned. He didn't do anything with powers. Right. Um, you, I, you could just removed him. Let, leave him with Amy Sedaris is what I say. Uh, yeah, is that who is that her name? That's her name, right? Strangers with Candy. I think so. Yeah, I'm something like, Sedaris. But, but it's Jason all Jason Sedaris. Yeah, Amy Sedaris. I think you're right. I think it's Amy Sedaris. And then who's the writer? Who's the writer. Oh, um, uh, uh, John Sedakis. Not John Sedakis. Um, I know you're talking about. And then he has. Yeah, yeah, I know you're, exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Why can't I think of his, Running with Scissors and um yeah yeah yeah. there's like a squirrel on one of them i don't know but anyways so i yeah i i enjoyed the episode it didn't feel like it was kickstarting a new season though yeah i agree i agree i but i liked it for what it was i think that's an episode that i would go back i don't want to deny it yeah that's one i I could i could watch again when i just need a real quick star wars scratch uh and also you know i love westerns josh and you're a big you're a big dune fan it's like an it's like a a short story of dune it truly is as i'm and so that takes us to this to this to the next part of our of our conversation on this, on okay, this episode. i think i believe we're at the around the 19th minute oh we are right on track josh yeah yeah so i here's um i don't know i mean we haven't talked about it but they postponed my god darn dune movie they, they postponed, postponed the movie. movie they postponed my movie for a whole year man i had look the the preview came out 
and I was primed, Travis. My nips got hard. I was ready for this thing. I was like, I will break edge to go see a movie <laughs> in a theater. I will break COVID edge for Dune. But I get it. The numbers are going back up. They don't want to lose their shirt on it, so they're pushing when, it off. When was it supposed to go? Uh, December. It was supposed to be December, I think. Or November. November. So I was supposed to be this month or next month. I think the end of this month. And I was like, that's it. I'll to- I'm there. I don't care. I will put a hazmat suit on to go see Dune in the theaters. But now I have to wait. I think if you put a hazmat suit on, I think, I think that still plays in a Dune movie, whatever whatever time of year or whatever year it is. I think they would just be like, does that cosplay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. You've been rereading because, some Dune. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. That's where yeah, you're going. Because, because they postponed it, I am rereading the original six. I'm going to go through all six books. All, those that, That's uh, like 20,000 pages. I am on book three right now. Oh. Book one. I've, re- I've reread one, two, and three several times. Mm. Four, five, and six are the ones where like, I like them, but that's a commitment, right? Like to go six books, to reread six books is a commitment. I've reread the, the first one many times. I've done one, two, and three a couple times. Uh, but I'm gonna do all six because I need to. I need. I need it. I need it in my life. It's been taken away from me. Well, uh, well, well. Now wait a minute, Josh. This is yeah. disconcerting to me. Last yeah. week we were on the uh, a chat with old Doctor Dan, the Batman fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I started reading uh, our 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 next read, and I was like, you know, are we, are we doing this stuff like that? We were, I didn't know we were doing it this. And, week. and Josh is like, oh, I haven't I haven't started reading it yet. Yet. But Sarkus, Jacques, you have been had time to read three of the longest oh. science fiction novels of all time. Uh, the second one's very short. The second one's very short. <laughs> Did you just uh, Jedi mind trick me? Did you just wave your fingers in front of the camera? <laughs> this is not the accusation you're looking for. <laughs> the second one is no, very short. It was very short. Ah, you're right. It is short. Uh, but, but yes, I did not know we were. I didn't like. So half the time we asked Dr. Dan to be on the show and he's like, oh, I'm supposed to read a book? So I was surprised that like he was actually reading it. Well, you guys, um, in, your, in your Instagram thread, like a lot of times you'll have a bulk of your conversation while I'm asleep. So when I wake up in the morning, yeah. I just don't scroll back through it. And so when this, I'm not going to mention the title in case we decide to do something different, <laughs> but uh, you said, um, uh, Dan mentioned something about like, so are we on this weekend, guys? And I'm like, uh, what, what? Oh, we're gonna do that book. Okay, I thought you guys had had like a separate side conversation no. about. Okay, nope. Dan literally <laughs> was like, "We're recording this weekend, right?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, never. We never had that conversation." Uh, but yes. Yeah, so uh, I am rereading Dune. I would like Travis. I need you to read this book for me. I need well, you to either read the book. Do you have HBO? Do you have well, HBO Max? I, I, I. Yes, I can. I have something equivalent. Can you can you at least watch the movie? No, I, I got to read the book first, Josh. Here's the thing: I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago, buddy, I and I said, I, I you know, I, 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 trying to get into the Dune book, and I said every time I pick it up, I'm like, this seems like I'm I'm willing to go through it. But the last time I mentioned that, you said, yeah, if you're reading it for the first time now, it might not play as well as a sci-fi tale, just because it's it, it's Everything been pulled apart. Like about- Everything you like about sci-fi, like it, it, there's so much that's derivative of it, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, like when when 
reading it's kind of like we read dark knight return like reading dark knight returns well after it came out you're like i get it but i've 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 heard all of this a bunch of different times and a bunch of different things that i've read now right mm -hmm. because everybody used it as a building block i, I think dune is the same way mm -hmm. so many writers so many sci-fi pieces have, have kind of used that um but the first one is I didn't like in my head, I didn't realize how, and I've read it a bunch of times and I've watched the stupid, the, the David Lynch movie, not David Lynch. Is it David Lynch? No. Uh, uh, oh, I'm not Scott. Cause that's um, uh, not really Scott. That's no, but I, I, I've read, I've read it and watched the, the thing so many times that there's way more action in the film. Uh, De Laurentiis. Oh, okay. Uh, De Laurentiis. That's what I was just checking. Okay. Good. David De Laurentiis, yeah. Uh, so, like, I've read, I, I've read it, I've watched it so many times that there is so little action in the book. For a book that is like you were going to make this epic, sprawling tale of it, and 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 there are a few action set pieces, but most of it is religion, intrigue, and politics. Well, yeah, it's kind of like the Game of Thrones books that I read. There's not a lot of action yeah. in those, or Lord of the Rings. I, Right. But I, I literally it is it's one of those things where it's one of my favorite books and I can't explain to people why. Right. A friend of mine it's a really popular. Uh, it's like it's a really popular science fiction book, you know, but I don't right. think I don't think the new generation is picking it up. Right. Like so a friend of mine just read it and he was like, I finally read Dune. It was good. And like he put it on Facebook. He's like, that's it. I don't know what else to say about it. And I think like that's it's hard to explain why I think it's such a good book. Uh, but it is literally one of my favorite books ever. And so rereading it has been really nice. And it's only made me even more uh, jazzed for the movie. So it jazzed holds up. It holds up for you. You're, it's not it doesn't it, it seem totally, elementary. Totally, no, I've uh, well, I mean, like I've it is not a book that you would give to a kid and be like, read this. Right. It's not it's not Lord of the Rings. It's not The Hobbit. Right. It was definitely like pretty highbrow sci-fi. And I love, uh, Frank Herbert's written so many weird, bizarre ass books. And I've read a bunch of them um, that aren't Dune books. It's just, he's just does hard sci-fi, man. Like that's just what he does. And, and everything is, everything has like a big religious overtone to it, but I, 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 I dig it. So I think you should read it, read it. Now you've got even longer to read it before the movie comes out. Yeah. So. Well, I do have time to read book uh, books because I just finished uh, the last book that I read. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> the last That's book what? that I read was Matthew McConaughey's memoir. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What is he? What is his memoir he, about? He'd been doing the podcast circuit, so he'd been a bunch of podcasts, and I'm like, and I'm not even like that huge a Matthew McConaughey fan. I think he's fine. I like him in a lot. Some movies I like, some movies I don't like, but I always like yeah. this kind of character. He's kind of this weird, kind of out there guy. He's like yeah, he's very know. eccentric, but he's too handsome yeah. to be truly eccentric. So even in the I podcast mean? circuit, he's talking about these books and he's telling some stories. And I'm like, oh, I'll pick up the book. I picked it up. I read through it really quickly. It is a lot of like like tall tales that he you know says the, these things happen, um, and a lot of kind of out there like what he has like these bumper sticker quotes. And so I read it, and then after I finished reading it, they're like, "Would you like to purchase the audiobook for another four dollars?" And I'm like. 
Why didn't I do the audiobook to begin with? Matthew McConaughey reads it. Why did I read this thing? Matthew Why would you read it? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's got... So I'm like, all right, I just want to hear like how he does it. And the audiobook is fucking amazing. It's just Matthew McConaughey being as... Ma- he's, he's as McConaughey as he's going to get. Just real Texas in it. And he's telling these tall tales. Man, and he goes, that's, you know, my brother... He, and he, uh, uh, my brother had a piss over his head, and he said he pissed six feet up. And from that day on, my dad respected him. And then the title of the book is called Green Lights because it's like the most basic metaphor because life will give you green lights. So he'll tell a story, and at the end of every story, he punctuates it in the audiobook with, um, so uh, Pat pissed over his head, and he went, he re- <coughs> Pat pissed over his head, and he won my father's respect that night. Green light. And so no. everything is just no. like, yeah, he goes, and he goes, and he goes, and I, I walked in and I saw the woman that was, I was going to marry green light. <laughs> just everything is punctuated with green light. Uh, I love it. I love it. I truly love it. So if you're looking for listen- some homespun wisdom, check out Matthew McConaughey's audiobook green lights, comic exposure, two stars. Two stars. Hey, you know what? What are you doing right now? What else you got going on, right? Like, you might as well. I should be um, dooning. I should be dooning right now. You should be dooning. Hey, you could get the audiobook. The I tried, like, I was like, oh, I want to I wanna read it again, but I don't have time to read. And this was probably a year ago before, in the before times, right? When I was in a car more often and all of that. And so I bought the audiobook. The problem with the audiobook is it's like, I don't know. It's however many years old, right? They haven't updated. Maybe they've updated the audiobook, but it's too many people. It's too many people doing voices, uh, and so it ends up being it ends up being a play. Oh, I kind of like that. There, it, but it's not. It doesn't work the way you want it. It's not good oh. enough to be a play, right? Okay. So it's like either just have someone read the whole thing, or go all go go all out and do like a full audio production of it. It's like halfway in between. Okay. Okay. And it's it's just it just doesn't do it well enough. Okay. Because there's plenty of there's plenty of books where like, oh, and every time this character speaks, we're gonna use this person. And you're like, oh, I like that's good. That's good. Or like we talked really about like we talked about a great example of that was the Sandman Audible original one. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's an audio it's, it, a, it's it's a radio play. Friend of the pod, who's been on the pod before, uh, Becca said she's like she texted me, she's like do you have you ever read Sandman? I'm like, well, I've I've read parts of it, and she's like, it's the best audiobook I've ever listened to. Yeah, I don't know if she said that exactly, but she was very impressed with the audiobook. I was like, yeah, Travis really liked it, and she's like, oh, of course he would. Of course he would. <laughs> um, did you tell her what are you doing? You should be doing. Uh, and by you the way, Josh, doing. can you make that shirt, please? You should be doing. You should be doing. What are you doing? You should be doing. Just I would rather yeah. rather be doing. Ra- right, yeah, I, I see. I see what you're trying to doing. You're you're trying to punch it up, but I don't think it needs being. Pu- I, I don't think it needs a punch up. <laughs> you should be doing. No, just uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll work on it. Maybe you could. Pick, maybe you can punch that up a little bit. We'll work. Should on be doing. Yeah, rather I, be doing. You're not feeling it. It's okay. Sometimes you throw something no, out I'm there. To, <laughs> no, I like. I like the idea. I'm trying to like. We're, I'm, we're workshopping it right now. We're workshopping it right now. So. Aside from Matthew McConaughey and anything for the pod, what have you been reading? What have you been listening to? Or what have you been reading? What have you been uh, like watching? What's 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 uh, 
What's what's your, what have your eye holes been digesting? Well, Josh, uh, as I told you at the beginning of the podcast, I haven't been consuming as much as I've been creating, Josh. Um, but I have been. You said listening, ironically, because as I've been writing yeah. this '80s uh, play uh, type. Uh, stuff I've been listening to a lot of '80s stuff. A lot, a lot of white of, snake. A lot uh, of white snake. <laughs> uh, more like Talking Heads, and uh, uh, but I, I was I really wanted to get into like the '80s female punk rock stuff, which I hadn't really got into. So I was just kind of okay. surfing around for '80s forward. female punk rock. There's a really cool. I mean, you think of like Susie and the you and... think of that stuff, but there's there's some like underground '80s chick punk bands. Um, that were that have been really blowing my mind, man. Let me let me pull that precursor, up. Precursor to like the Riot Girl scene and all that. Good yeah, stuff. yeah, let me throw some of these names at you here because I didn't. I, I guess I'm not savvy enough to remember them, even though I'm gushing over it. Um, here we go. Just stalling, but I did write stalling into. Okay, that's not a podcast app. Not stalling here. Just taking it through my app. No, it's just, it's, uh, it's in the script. It's in the script, okay. And then when I go to search, okay. Then okay. Uh, so here are some of the Kleenex, Suburban Kleenex? Oh. Lawns, hmm. um, All right. Delta All right. Five. Of course, you have X-ray specs. Always good. Yeah. Some people think that little girls should be seen and not seen heard. What the fuck? I remember, like when. I, I was probably in junior high, and a friend of mine had a. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> oh, bondage! Oh, bondage! Up that song. So, a friend of mine had, uh, like British punk, like a UK punk, like comp, and we were in. I don't. I don't even remember. We were probably in junior high, like seventh, sixth, or seventh grade, and I was like, "This is the best." ever right like i it was that first experience of like this sort of music where people are yelling and there's a band called the damned and like like this uh, 1970s british punk rock late 1970s yeah yeah yeah. um good stuff good stuff all right man so what about about you so i uh i have been i mentioned this on the podcast before i am rereading I read Funeral for a Friend. I reread mm. Funeral for a Friend, and I am now on uh, the Reign of Supermen. So I'm reading the the various Supermen ah. uh, because I have a uh, I, I have a I have a crush on Superboy. There's oh. nothing I I don't know what I can do about that, but Superboy is great. Uh, oh, I gotta stop you right. I gotta stop you right there because it yeah. is time for our uh, episode song break. So let me go ahead and break in. It's raining men, Superman. Hallelujah. Okay, Hallelujah. sorry. Yeah. So Superboy's yeah. in it, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, it's when Superman dies and all the other super people. Come oh yeah, back. right so after. Got, yeah, yeah. You got Steel, and you've got the you've got uh, the cyborg Superman, mm-hmm. Superboy. And then why can't I remember the one with like the lasers? Uh, and he's got like the headdress. Oh man! I thought there was crazy. only three. Uh, there's Steel, Superboy, and there was a fourth one. A fourth Superboy. Yeah, there's Cyborg. There's Cyborg, and then there's it's like X. It's not Executioner. Why can't I think of the name right now? Someone, someone is yelling it at the podcast because like how could you? Really That's the one this? too that focuses heavily on what's Superman's like blue collar bar friend who owns like a bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's, the he's um, a lot. the the Rick Jones of the DC universe, if you will. Yeah, 
Rick Jones of the DC universe. But yeah, so like I, I'm rereading that. That's that's been kind of fun. It's not as good as I want it to be. Like I don't hate it. It's not a good story, but, from what I remember. But it's like one of those things where like, well, I've started it and I want to re like I'm re like redoing part of my you know, your youth as you go through it and trying to remember. And like, was it as good as I remember? Wasn't this as fun as I get it? Funeral for a funeral for a friend was fun because it was like, here's all these, all every character. And you're grieving as a child. You're grieving for the loss oh, of the yeah. world's greatest I superhero. Had black, I had the black armband. I was crying. Well, you know, uh, uh, Guy Gardner was, you know, finding out that maybe he should be different. Maybe he should be better. Question, be Josh. Better you mentioned the black yeah. armband. And I'm sure you can find hundreds of, the, hundreds of those on eBay for... Um, they're all in a uh, they're all in a warehouse somewhere with all of the still bagged... Yeah, so Superman. you can get them probably dirt cheap or maybe 15 bucks at this point. It's nostalgic. Is it... Do we live in a world... Where, like, as a teacher, you kind of want to do something fun. You wear, like, your black Superman armband. Or is that I, is that too, like, fascist, man? Do we think armbands do we I don't really think go I don't, think it's, I don't think it's fascist. I think it ends up being, like, what message are you trying to give, Mr. Buckley? What are you trying to say? Like, I feel like someone would take it, not to necessarily mean something fascist, but someone would go, like, um, what are you protesting? Why, why are you making school political? Like, that's what I feel. Oh, like. uh, dude, but that would be a great... A great Halloween costume for you because you're not a Halloween head. Although you did you did dress up in a costume this year. Uh, I did. I did wear a dinosaur costume this yep, year. Yeah. Or I rode a dinosaur. If you um. And so I think you should like. We should go one year as man. I wish I was there so we could do this. But just '90s comics fans wear like jean jacket, the Superman armband, like a '90s shirt. Uh, we could p- paint pimples on our faces. Wear like some geeky need, glasses. Yeah. I need like a cable. It has to have cable on my t-shirt. Except yeah. If there isn't a cable. A bunch of, ba- a, dead- a bunch of badges like all over a jean jacket with our armband. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. And carry around, to- carry around like a lunchbox, like an old school, like superhero lunch, 90s superhero lunchbox. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, but yeah, so I, like I've been reading that, like I said, I'm rereading Dune. Um, I've been like, it, here, here's not not what we talk about on the podcast, but I've been like going deep into like weird indie record labels. Did you know that like bands are putting out cassette tapes again, Travis? Oh, are like, they? It's, I, I don't want to tell you that I have a stack of uh, seven uh, cassette tapes next to my stereo that are like, that were $25 each. No, they were like, they're like three bucks. People are making like they're selling these tapes for like five bucks. And how do you not? You're like, oh, I want to support this band. It's a cassette tape. I don't know what kind of face Gabby's making behind me, but I'm sure she's like she's probably making the face of someone whose house is cluttered with comic books and vinyl and guitars. And now she's got to have fucking cassette tapes in there. <laughs> I, look, I, don't, I understand. But I'm going to tell you what the moment. Here's what I want you to think of, Travis. I want you to I want you to think of all the feelings that will rush forward when you hear the hiss. Yeah of a cassette tape before before the soundtrack before the sound i don't have a cassette player buddy i'm gonna i know man. I, I didn't have a cassette player either i had to buy a my record player has a has a oh uh, yeah has yeah a cassette tape. yeah yeah my record player is a cassette tape with it because i was like all these bands are putting out cassette tapes i kind of want to listen to i just want i want to i want a piece of the action right so <laughs> you put the tape in and you press the play button and you get that 
I'm going to tell you what, so many memories of like yeah. my purple Chevy Cavalier station wagon making mixtapes in like off of songs off the radio all hit me at once. Well, it was, I it will was say, really I will say this. I will say this like vinyl, what it does force you to do, it forces you to sit down and listen to an album. Um, For sure. And also like there used to be an art, like bands used to really pay attention to how they laid out their album tracks, like the order they put right. them in to build yeah. uh, an experience. And that now I feel like they just toss them on Spotify and whatever, which way they want, because no one's listening to really that many full albums per se. Um, and you also, if you like something, you you're like oh man i can't wait to hear that again in 30 minutes uh or if you time it right on the backside, you can go back into it right you know it's one it's one of the good it's like one of those things no like i and i bought a comp tape like a literal compilation tape from this record label this indie record label who has there's all these just different like metal and hardcore bands on it but you know like it was super fun to just listen to the whole thing when's the last time you've been like well i can't skip this song but i want to hear what the next song is but i also don't want to press fast forward because what if i miss it it was such like it was a listening experience that i have not had in a long time and it was quite enjoyable it was very i i appreciated it it was worth the 40 dollars for the uh vinyl cassette combo and then the 20 dollars for the four tapes Right. Yeah, for sure. Hey, for 60 sure. bucks. I mean, that's nothing that captures back your uh, uh, childhood like nobody's business. That's what I'm saying. Hey. Like I could spend I could spend $60 on meth. Yeah. Or I could spend $60 on some cassette tapes. You could spend $800 to buy an which old. One, which one do you want, Travis? <laughs> you could spend $800 to buy an old popple. Oh, man. Don't don't get me started on popples or wuzzles. Do you yeah. want a wuzzle, Travis? Oh, I'll you tell you wuzzles. I'll tell you what. In this 80s monologue thing. One of those cases yeah. is holding that goddamn My Pet Monster I have. That's for sure going to happen. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. That I'm like, there's a reason monster. someone has kept this thing for a long time. Mr. Rats, it right? smells like mothballs. You hold that goddamn stuffed animal. <laughs> you know how much that's I worth on eBay? Chain. He has no chains. I, I need chain. to find the chains. Oh. Can you just buy the chains on eBay? Oh, okay, keep talking. I'm going to look this up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, these are the things we need to know. All right, so we've talked Mandalorian. We've talked Dune being stripped away from me. We've talked we've Man talked to Man as well. Your your monologue. We've talked Mandalorian monologue. Mm -hmm. Dune, which doesn't work with that. My uh, man, Dana Carvey. Muad'Dib, which is from, uh, which is from. Uh, so we've talked monologues, Mandalorian, Muad'Dib. And uh, what 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 we've been listening and, and talking about, Travis? You're frozen, and so I feel like the, I can hear you. I can still hear you. No, no, we're good. Okay, okay. No, you're back, and you're back. I was looking at eBay. Oh. I was looking at eBay. I found the chain, but I can't. I don't think the chains come with the cuffs. Is my problem? They should be connected. They should be connected. They, yeah, but they're not. It's just the orange chains on here. Twenty two dollars. Oh, links and cuffs together. Hold on, kid. Hold on. Let's see. Are the cuffs? Are the cuffs? Left and right, links and cuff together. And here's the deal, Travis. If you don't buy that, what are you going to spend that twenty two dollars on? It's just the chains. It's not the cuffs. Damn it! Oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this purchase right now. Let's see. I just gotta find the goddamn. They're only chains. One hundred and seventy bucks for a full complete set of this monster. Wow, that's expensive. That's expensive. Um, All right, we'll get. But, oh, oh, $71 for the cuffs and chains, Josh. 
see at 20 bucks i would say i would say pull the trigger 70 bucks no i don't think it's worth it 20 bucks yes 70 bucks no okay i can't split the difference maybe maybe 121 dollars just for the chains god damn it no why did i have to be into wrestling and use those for my wrestling gimmicks as a child oh man anyways that's rough i digress but i think we've covered some good stuff today and my pet monster lots of m talk yes should we talk Um, house of m we should talk house of m uh so ladies and gentlemen folks travis and i want to thank you for tuning into the podcast remember that you can uh find us on the interwebs at comicexposure.com. you can find us on the twitter at comic exposure uh facebook.com slash comic exposure as well and you can see what's going on. You can find out what the what the book we're going to do is and all that good stuff. We're going to have Dr. Dan on to do a book. It's a possibility that it'll be a Superman book mm-hmm. because we often talk to him about Batman. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to switch it up a little bit. We were going to do uh, Pulp, but those sons of bitches that I fanboy did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm calling them out. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Flanagan and I, Flanagan and I are Instagram friends. We talk about like we go back and forth about guitars on uh, on Instagram. Well, put so, the put the uh, dude in his place. I might, I might, I might go. Josh, let's let's talk Josh to Josh here, buddy. Flanagan, Flanagan, you took my you took my pulp. So we're not doing pulp. Uh, we are going to do Wonder Woman, uh, Dead Earth. That's that's on the agenda. I'm going to make it happen. I have the four in paper copies. Travis is going to read it digitally. We're going to do that. We're going to make it happen. Uh, and we're going to, we're, we're going to read some books. I'm excited. Uh, we've got to like set out some stuff to read. Uh, but Travis, as always, good to talk to you about this. Absolutely. Um, follow us on the Spotify. Give us a delightful rating on the iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you know what? Travis and I will see you next trade what the paper? in the beginning there was nothing then there were comic books once you enter our world there is no escape comic exposure begins in three two one